Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Celebrate. This is a weekly movie review podcast. Each episode, we take a look at a movie that was released during this week in history. We're starting with mostly movies released in 1998. We hope you enjoy our show, and we encourage you to participate here in our social media platforms in discussion about the episode or what you hope to see in future episodes. I'm Steve. I'm Ryan. We forget to do that at the beginning every time, so usually halfway through the episode yeah, we introduce we, ourselves. Yep. But we did it better this time. Um, couple housekeeping notes here. Last week we did not release this episode because I didn't have floors in my house. Mm-hmm. And since the studio, so to speak, is my <laughs> game room downstairs, and um, we had no floors, mm-hmm. we didn't do it. Yeah. I, I, for a while, was worried that this was just the most elaborate joke by Steve, that he was going to put me in a false sense of security, and then I was going to watch Man in the Iron Mask. He's like, ah, there's no podcast. I just made you watch that. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ghost you. Yeah, which I would have been like, that was pretty good, but very elaborate. It would have worked if this was April Fool's Day. Yeah. Next April, weekend. <laughs> April Fool's, you watch Man in the Iron Mask for no reason? No! Oh. Um. So I apologize about that, but we're making it up today with a double release we're gonna do this episode and this week's episode mm-hmm. now yes so buckle up have you gone to the bathroom yet i have okay and i, I have, have a to. bottle if i hadn't so i'm, I'm i good. got hennessy there you that's go. my bottle um the second housekeeping note i want to say is one of our listeners and an old friend of mine chris raymond i want to give a shout out to him he made some intro music for us and didn't charge us anything sucker <laughs> um, but it actually, I liked it. It sounded good, so it's at the beginning. You probably already yeah, have heard it by now. It's very awesome. It's epic enough for what we talk about. So yeah. So congratulations on doing that. Thank you very much. It was really we appreciate cool, it, and we appreciate it. Um, so let's get started, shall we? The man in the iron mask. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a movie. It was a movie. It was a movie that was made. <laughs> yeah. Has there ever been a good Three Musketeers movie, though? Because I was trying to think. Because I remember the one that they made earlier with, um, like, Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen and uh, Chris O'Donnell, who actually shows up in this movie, too. And then after this movie, there was one where, like, after Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, so, like, it's the Musketeer, but on with Kung Fu and, like, the wires and John Woo kind of thing. That was bad. What about the Disney version with Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Donald? I did like that one. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Maybe the best of them all. I think the candy bar is the best thing, and I don't even like the candy bar. Yeah, that's... Oh, boy. Um, So let's take a look at the box office 20 years ago. Hey, I bet Titanic is still doing pretty good. No, actually, it's 17th now. Oh, it's 17th? No, it's still number one. Oh, okay. That's that's what I was thinking. But our movie comes in second. Hey, and just barely in second. It was... (laughs) Not far back. About $300,000 separated the two. Yeah, Because, I mean, we have DiCaprio in the number one movie... What's better than one DiCaprio? Two. Two DiCaprios. Two DiCaprios. And it's he like jumps in double van two. damage, but not. Not as cool. Yeah, no. It's um, no double impact. No, it's not. Um, so DiCaprio pulls in the number one and number two spot. No other movie was released this week that made any difference. Oh, my God. Is that that Carrot Top movie? Like, really, really far back there, Chairman of the Board? Chairman, that one way down there? That's not I think, ranked? I think that was a Carrot Top movie if I'm... Uh, Remember? Oh God, right. it is. Yep. Total <laughs> lifetime gross: one hundred eighty-one thousand dollars. Lifetime gross. Yep. 
So in 20 years, wow. that movie's made $181,000. I want our podcast next week to interview someone that paid for this in the theater. If you if you are out there and you went to the theater in 1998 and watched Chairman of the Board, mm-hmm. we are doing a live <laughs> audio chat with you next week right. because I have to. I'm just kind of curious. I'm going to do a little bit of math. So I think Uh-oh. about then it was six fifty a person yeah, we'll go with on that. average. Sure. So about two point seven thousand people went to see that in the theater. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sorry for that. Yeah. So wow. Okay. To, sorry for you. <laughs> um. Yeah. So yeah, Man of the Iron Mask. <laughs> other than um, Chairman of the Board was the only thing to come out this week. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's the closest anything has become gotten to Titanic. It is. We were also really close with the last um, few. You know, U.S. Marshals was close mm-hmm. when we decided to talk about Dark City instead. I and, like Dark um, City. I did too. Wedding Singer was close, but we still haven't toppled that behemoth that is Titanic, and it's going to be a few weeks still. We'll get there. Yep. Um, all told, Man in the Iron Mask didn't do terrible. No. Its domestic gross was about... Almost 57 mil. Is the runtime really two hours and 52 minutes? That, uh, that can't be right. No, I don't think that's right. That Okay, I mean, like, time. maybe the person that was watching it that put it on Box Office Mojo <laughs> thought that, because I thought it felt like seven hours, too, but I don't think it was actually that long. I felt like it was extremely long. Um, IMDb has it at two hours and 12 minutes. I'd say, I think that's about right. I now, think that's right. It, it may it feels like three hours long. The but... first the first third of the movie feels like two hours. Yes. Easily. Uh-huh. Um But it opened at, with seventeen million. So that means it did pretty well over its run, really. Yeah, it, it did pretty good. Like I said, this is DiCaprio at one of his peaks, you know. This was sexy DiCaprio. And the sex symbol that is Gerard Jeremy... Depardieu. <laughs> yeah, Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> Woo, that was um, a mustache that he had in this movie. Oh, yeah. And I, you and I talked about this after we watched the movie, and we talked about it just before we came on now. How is this man a sex symbol? How was he ever a sex symbol? I, I just give it to European sensibilities. They're, they, they're just different than us. Sometimes they go with us. Sometimes they take a hard left turn. If you're French... or just anybody that finds this man attractive let us know what we're missing yeah because i'm missing it because i mean i'm secure enough to say that leonardo dicaprio is a good looking dude yeah tom hardy i would not kick out of my bed i'm happily married but if he's like you want to cuddle i'll be like all right all right big spoon or little spoon yeah oh little spoon your little spoon for him yeah Yeah, okay um but gerard depardieu no i just don't i just don't get it some movies I've seen him, and he's a very interesting screen presence. Okay, yeah. But I've never gone, ooh, look at that hunk of meat, man. <laughs> not for him. No, not for him. Um, So, honestly, the plot of this movie, it takes a good 30 minutes to figure it out. Yeah. Before they even introduce it, in my opinion. Know what the beginning of this movie reminded me of? What's that? Um... One of my favorite Mel Brooks movies. Okay. History of the World Part 1. Oh, that's a great one. The French Revolution. Uh-huh. Where Mel Brooks played the king. Yeah. And he just said, everybody hump the queen and everybody jump on her, <laughs> keep humping her. That was the way that he played, uh, DiCaprio plays King Louis the... 14th. 14th. Yep. King Louis 14th. 
Yeah. Uh, that's the way he plays him for the first half hour. He's just literally going around the grounds and being like, ooh, I want to hit that. Ooh, I want to hit that. Tap that one. I'll yep. tap that one. I'm going to tap that, but she's got a... She's got a um, boyfriend. Boyfriend, played by a very young Peter Skarsgård. Very young Peter Skarsgård. I didn't even recognize him at I first. couldn't tell if he was Paul Rudd or Peter Skarsgård in the beginning, but yeah. I, I had to look that up. So we looked so, it up. It yeah, is Peter he, Skarsgård. He, he was very young. Dude was kind of a wet blank in the beginning, though, because he's like, I love you so much, and I couldn't tell if she cared for him at all. She didn't have much emotion in the movie period yeah she was pretty bad she was not good i couldn't tell what was going on with her but so he he's in the way but i don't understand really how he was in the way if the king could have been like i'm gonna take her and you'd be like okay i you know i've i am kind of an amateur historian in a way i love to read history and everything else and this is a time period where king louis or any king for that nature for that matter could have just walked up to you and said she's mine now yeah and if you said no, he just looked at his gardens and go, kill him. Yeah, and especially him, because he literally had a God complex. Yeah. He thought he was He thought God. he was appointed by God yeah. to take the rule of France. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not. Yeah. I don't think he was. No, probably not. But I think it had more to do with bloodlines. Yeah, but that's what he thought. So yeah. um, to get rid of the boy, the fiancé, because they were going to get married. Yes, um, they were. He is um, just back from war, and... Uh, Louis brings him, puts him back into the front, so he'll be killed. The problem is the dude's dad is Athos, um, John Malkovich, one of the famed Three Musketeers. Because this is years after the Three Musketeers. The Three Musketeers. Because yeah. this is the third book. This is the third book because by it was Three Musketeers. Twenty years later, and, and then, then this. this. One. Yeah. So they're they're so they're supposed to be old. So yes. he is just a. Peasant, I guess. I, I don't know. know. He's what... just a dude now. Yeah, he he's retired from the Musketeers. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, the only of the the only one of the original Musketeers still working mm-hmm. is D'Artagnan. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, D'Artagnan. But Aramis or Aramis, what is it? Aramis. Yeah. Uh, we're just gonna call him Sexy Jeremy Irons from now on. He's not really a Musketeer anymore, though. Yeah. He's he's, he's a member of the of but the cloth. I mean, he's still working. Well, he's right. Still doing I guess something. I meant the, the the only one who's still a Musketeer. Yes. Is D'Artagnan. Yeah, and he is. The keep he's the protector of right the king but um so this is john malkovich's son he's like yep. the king done me wrong so i'm going to go try to kill him and there's a part where he's going towards the king and he murders a good three or four of the musketeers now yeah before tartan stops yeah. him but no one ever brings this up again no it's he, just He's not tried for because he straight up threw a dagger in one of their hearts. I know I saw that. Yeah, but crumbles over dead. But he's not dead because I thought the same thing. He just like throws this dagger, goes right into the guy's heart, and after D'Artagnan tackles uh, Athos and holds him down, and he convinces him, "Don't kill anybody else. Leave." He goes tend to that man, and somebody just goes over and pulls the dagger out, and then pushes. And he's alive. Just a flesh wound. I'm like, you just got a dagger okay, in the heart. So is that make Athos very good or really bad? Because did he mean to kill him and miss? Or was he like, I'm just going to throw a dagger near his heart? I, you know what? Given kind of the, the mythology of the Musketeers, I think it was probably really good. Mm, okay. And you got to remember earlier in the movie, physics doesn't really count in this movie. No. Because earlier, remember, somebody was trying to kill Louis. Mm-hmm. And... Um, D'Artagnan sees it and throws his his sword, his his full sword. He throws it across the grounds, th- 
through a fountain. <laughs> it doesn't change the trajectory of the sword at all. No. And it kills this guy. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just that good. And those are heavy swords. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's quite a throw. It really is. So, yeah, so we have that. And now John Malkovich is really butthurt. Oh, yeah. He's and upset. he goes back with his old buddies. Um, like I said, Aramis, who is a man of the cloth and he also is. sexy Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Because that man, this man is a sex symbol in this because he's got the long he hair is. flowing. Yeah. Um, he's got this, like, godly kind of feeling to him. So he's sexy Jeremy mm-hmm. Irons. He wants um, him off the throne as well. You don't know why yet. No, not and yet. And then you we don't. got uh, Porthos, the sex symbol himself, Gerard, Gerard Depardieu, Depardieu, with the worst porn mustache ever. Yeah. Um, he, he's just there. He's like, yeah, right. yeah whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's even just at even one point he says, "I don't even care what the plan is. I'm I'm in." Yeah, because he has nothing else going. Because his as, dick doesn't yeah, work. <laughs> as the movie stops at many different points to let us know, his penis doesn't does work. not work anymore. No, that was Porthos's whole like arc in this movie was, uh, yeah. "I can't get laid," and yet he's with all the prostitutes. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing trying to get it going maybe but yeah that's that's his whole part so the three of them are in because you know the the priest has a certain reason the one guy's kid's dead the other guy has nothing to do because he can't have sex so then they go to uh dartan who's supposed to be 20 years younger because remember he's like he was the protege protege he was the kid but it's played by gabriel byrne Mm -hmm. who's probably their age or Maybe even a little bit older. Maybe a little older than some, maybe a little younger, but not that 20 years difference. No. And they're like, hey, you going to go ride with us? Gabriel Burns like, nah, dog, I'm good. I, nah, I'm gonna, I, I said I was going to protect him. I'm going to protect him. But the thing I also like about this movie, we have the four you know, musketeers, and we have an Irishman, a Frenchman, an American, and an Englishman. So, so just so you know, Gabriel Byrne is actually younger than Malkovic. Okay. And just two years younger, he's yeah, he's older than Malkovic, rather, older rather than Malkovic. and only two years younger than Depardieu and Irons. So yeah, he he's right about their same yeah. age. But yeah, so we have the four musketeers that are very um, worldly, and none of them try a French accent except for Gerard Depardieu, and that's just, who is French. Yeah, but yeah, Malkovic. like we have the guy speaking with an Irish brogue, we mm-hmm. have the English dude, and then we have John Malkovich, John Malkovic. who's. Screw it! I'm John Malkovich. I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna s- do what I do. This is just who I am. Yep. So, oh. yeah. That that. And then we kind of get into the everything. Um, his mom is just kind of there. Gabriel Burns that he's gonna protect him. That's what he's in an Iron Mask. So, yeah. The name. The title does have some sort of reason. Which again, this is written by um, Alexander Dumas. The same. Um, the Count. Oh, Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah, Count of Monte Cristo. I like that movie. Aladdin was in that Jafar sneaks him out of in Aladdin. And Robin Hood men in Yeah, and Robin... No, just Robin Hood. (laughs) Moon, and he, like, spider crawls really creepily up to look Mm -hmm. at it and everything like that. And he is, I guess, the good one? Are we doing, like, that whole thing from, like... We're doing good versus evil. Yeah, put him on the throne, take the actual king away, so then nobody's starving. Hugh Laurie's in this movie. Hugh Laurie is in this for a little while. Yeah, because they're talking about in charge of that. He was in charge. He was a minister in charge of it, yeah. Yeah, he's like, kill this guy for not giving him food. Well, he gave him... About us not getting him food. Kill kill him. him. I'm like, why are you killing him then? Well, because he failed the king. I get He's gone. Okay. So Um, that's where we are. So then we have a big uh, breakout. Years. Six years. Six years at this time. 
and they take it off DiCaprio. Yeah. Actually, you just pull that hair back, and and he's he's kind of fine. He hasn't seen the light of day no. in six years. Not he malnourished looks, or anything. He looks exactly like Luke. That would drive me insane. Well, yeah. y- you think he's crazy earlier because he's literally taking his iron mask and just running it over him to work on him a bit. Be not crazy, but they take it off, and they talk to him for a few minutes, and then he's, he has a really weird... I'm now you're taking the place of your dead son. Whatever. All right, sure. And he takes him under his wing and kind of trains him. Um, mm-hmm. On a side, t- at this time period. Mm-hmm. In, 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 in real life. In real life. And there are some people say that it was a cowardly officer yeah, that- who came back from the front. Some actually say Teen did not give uh, give the seed. That they had shipped him off to our favorite country of Canada. And they yeah. said no. And they locked him up. And- yeah. Should have stayed in Canada. But there's almost no... So, kind of an interesting little side note, but I don't know. Nobody really knows who it is. But did a good mask off. But while we're on that with DiCaprio, I got a theory now. Gained a little bit of that weight into his face and just had the look yeah. to his face. Some movies. I still think he was robbed when he did not win the Oscar for um, the good ones. But even in Man in the Iron Mask, now that, you know, at the time, I'm like, oh, I don't want to see him because he was going to be 20 years later. I couldn't take him serious because he looked too... He's still baby-faced. He's baby-faced. He's, and I'm like, I think what he needed... And, like, the same thing with Harrison Ford. Yeah, to his face. So I think, you know, the weight gain that DiCaprio had, it made him... He was good in movies. Yeah. But Basketball he Diaries, didn't, he's great. He didn't go from good to... Or something. I don't know. Could have. He could have, yeah. Eat all this bread. Yeah. And just get, get fat. Self is he's the dude that took this... Um, Prince away to give it to us down. I'm like, so you, so you, all right, took a jerk. Yeah, so you took a. Ch- they. Oh, this is after the woman's fiance died, and she got and like she knew or, or the now dead fiance had written mm-hmm. the note knowing that he- it's all right, man. I don't blame you for this. So then she gets upset. Um, bit of that whole thing. That whole plot line <laughs> ends right there. But they they get the he was nice as to Louis someone. is not a total absolute dick. Yeah. And did you notice, like, the scene? Most of the plot already. Mm. So, Jeremy Irons doesn't say anything, but he does. But two songs then mm-hmm. join me, and we have a lot to talk about. She passes D'Artagnan. Yeah. And she says something. Handing over to this old woman, and she was just smiling? I don't know what the old woman's role was. I... With Anne. Yeah. She doesn't say anything. Like, Anne walks over to her, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to another scene. Yeah. This movie, about 60% attention. Yeah. But I'm like, I didn't miss that unless... Oh. Yeah, yeah. but Aramis had already had already saw the beam. Yeah. And, and like... Uh, they look at him at, at Aramis and he's like, I, you know, I'm a genius. Philippe is not a total dick, so someone comes in and they're like knocked down and he rushes up. To reverse the flow of the water, yeah. which would push them out, but instead of actually... Because it's going down like chink, chink, chink. And but as, it wins. Yeah, but as the, the action scene. Yeah. This is, as a matter of fact, to tie it to something. Go faster in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. This is, this is not a, no. you know, really. Insults at each other. Yeah. So then um, they have the real king in the boat with them. Mm-hmm. And, and then, they're like, we'll escape with Philippe. Yeah. And then Louis's like, no, nah, we're putting him back in the. So they grab Philippe, or they grab into the river. And they're like, get him. Philippe is, is, has been dragged out of the boat at this point. Out. But unfortunately, of course, Philippe is captured. And, uh-huh. and Louis is. For being then the one good part I thought DiCaprio did was this whole thing. He's like, you know, kill me. One day he'll turn into the king yeah. I want. One day he'll be okay. And then he and then he has a look like it's been no- a week. I <laughs> they get the note that they have to go that rescue I knew you would come. Philippe. And then in comes D'Artagnan. Mm-hmm. 
with soldiers. They're like, okay, quick, let's go out this secret way. I'm not sure why they didn't go out the secret <laughs> yeah. way to begin with. Feel that they're trapped, they're gonna die. Mm-hmm. And D'Artagnan. And D'Artagnan's like, not a total asshole. Yeah, and he's kind of like, you know, um, I think that my kid out there, Louis. So now this is now you start to get the feeling of okay, well maybe that's why he was thinking this kid had become something he was. Philippe will be a better king. So, but they realize at this point there's just no hope. They're going mm-hmm. so, and they another, charge this hallway. Yeah, you know I've seen really charge the light like brigade. That. Yeah, things charge like, like that. Even you know Bush Cassidy and the Sundance yeah. Kid had because it's just smoke. And then they walk out yeah. with sexy Jeremy Irons' well, hair blowing in the wind. We are literally in a hallway. This is a hallway no wider than you would have, like, in a school. Maybe 25, 50 yards down the... Down. At most. So I know, I get it, all you people. But you've got 20 of them shooting down a hallway. And Gerard Depardieu is not a small target. In the it, arm? It went, through the, it went through a cape or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's like, my cape. Yeah. And 45 minutes, you look at the smoke. Yeah, it felt <laughs> a long time. <laughs> and like, then it's joined, and there's four of them. They all walk out, and they're like, ha-ha! Yeah. And them with their bayonets and yes. kill them all. No, the actual musketeers go, well, you know what? Um, We're not going to do anything here because these guys are my heroes. They're my yeah. idols. And they're kind of cool. Uh, look, they walk through the smoke. Screw you, Louis. Yeah. At which point, now it's revealed to everybody... That they're that this is Louis's twin brother. Mm-hmm. One of the musketeers orders everybody else out. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell orders everyone else out, and he says, "You can't say anything to anybody." Mm, it probably doesn't work very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're yeah. like, "Well, you know what? We're gonna do this anyway." Mm-hmm. Louis tries to stab Philippe, Philippe but but uh, D'Artagnan jumps in the way and dies and dies, and that's the end of D'Artagnan. Yes, by D'Artagnan. Um, and then. Louis is knocked the freak out. Yeah, and then put in the... And he's put in Yeah, something. and he's also... And they also tell the, the, the guards that this guy is insane. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, more or less, that's the movie. Yeah. Funeral scene at the end. Yeah, D'Artagnan's funeral scene. 14 winds up becoming a good king mm-hmm. and an honorable king and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Gerard Depardieu ever get his dick fixed? No. Because I thought there was going to be one thing where it's like, works, give me for, my winches. For me, I thought it was going to be one of those Christmas vacation moments. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he's going to whore, shot. doesn't work, gets shot in the leg, works again. Yep. His bloodlust, but no. Yeah. His, I guess his penis just didn't work. It just work, didn't work. After trying su- suicide is a one-time thing. If, if you try it once and mm-hmm. fail, it's over. Yeah. Right, yeah. This sucks. That's what Man in the Iron Mask 2 is. Just him chemicals. The secret of. I don't think either of us really loved the movie. Like, so it wasn't terrible. No, I think. But it didn't need to be made. <laughs> no, it didn't. I like this time period. Yeah, I do. And I like what it tried to do. And I like the con- best visibility. Like we talked about earlier, the first 30 minutes, you don't know. Oh, and it's not even like building the world. No. Just things happen. In the head repeatedly with a hammer, mm-hmm. reminding you that this is Athos, Porthos, and Aramis. Mm-hmm. Anything interesting? No, they weren't. One of them was... I don't know. Like, nobody is, like, they had a cool introduction to the Three Musketeers where, like, they were doing something interesting or anything. They don't even oh, say that okay. to the end. Well, they said at the beginning. But the one guy didn't But he didn't do bad. anything, yeah. you know. Pacing is just oh, language. Yeah. In this movie, there's just, yeah. there's no. End of the montage of training Philippe. Mm-hmm. Everything just dragged. Now, after that, didn't action Forward momentum, on. yeah. But up till then, nothing happened. Wanted to like it. I like the concept. I just. Yeah, like and like I said, it's not even these movies. Movie, it was you know Guy Pierce and um, 
was interesting. It was a good movie. So it's not like these can't be good. No. So do you think it would hold up today? No, it didn't hold up in 1998. No, I... Got a cast for it, too. Okay. All right. Hugh Jackman is going to be one of them. we can do that down here? Oh, for writing Braveheart. So mm-hmm. this was his first movie. These are epics. That's an epic. I don't... Read the screenplay? It wouldn't... Maybe it wouldn't be that bad. You know what it is, right? What? It's that... Kingdom of Heaven. Have you ever seen the director's yeah. cut of that? No. So the original version is kind of like, you know, not really the princess, but... Yeah, the, I know you're talking the, about. The sister yeah. of... He, like, makes a deal with her. We will help him. We won't tell anybody about this if you... Didn't really make too much sense. No, she just, you're like, she's just like, oh. ha, ha, I stabbed you in the back. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, oh, okay. okay but it was just... Uh, I just think it was poorly done. Yeah, he just, he didn't have the... Yeah. It, it might read like I said, it did okay. hold up in 98. I think if I would have watched it then, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty boring. Um, Best scene in the movie. Um, For me, it's the scene we joke about a minute ago, the running down the hall, because that is one of the few dramatic scenes in the movie. You know yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. But it's one of the few dramatic moments in the movie. Smoke. Where smoke. there's smoke everywhere and the bullets and you think it's like the final charge, the musketeers and mm-hmm. and no one gets hurt and no one gets hurt. But there is that hint of drama in that scene. Yeah. And then the death of D'Artagnan at the end of that scene. Mm-hmm. You know, that's to me, that's which, the best. Which scene. again, he threw in like sword through a fountain. You couldn't have deflected that knife some way. He yeah. Like, I'm wondering where the his sword best, was. Yeah. Why didn't he just. <laughs> nope. The best way to do this is to put my back in the way. Yeah. Oh, I regret that decision. Oh, that was poor. Um, but that was my yeah. best. I, scene. I think my favorite one was the one scene with uh, D'Artagnan and the two DiCaprios yeah. in the room because, like I said, at least you saw put their hopes and dreams on. It was probably DiCaprio's best moment mm-hmm. in the movie. Period. I can see that as being the best scene. The mm-hmm. worst scene for me. Um, I hated the training. Works and everything. Well, with the exception of because it was during then that um, I love you that like a Porthos dad. is. I yeah. hated that thing. Mine's still the slow moving boat of action. <laughs> like go after them, and they're still just slowly <laughs> they're just going. Like floating down the river. That, that was bad. Champion of the film. I'm going sexy Jeremy Irons. That's I who thought... I went with. Right? Performance. No, but I don't know. Like I've never seen something where Jeremy Irons is like I'm going to be kind of probably. I don't know. He's probably the best of the classically trained actors he might just didn't give it, stand out might have to give it to hugh laurie too. get that paycheck and leave after a week man <laughs> yeah. i mean i just live in a lap of luxury for a week i'm out the door uh-huh um but mine just comes down to if it's remade correctly if this movie came out today i don't care wh- you'll get one week where everybody's excited about it and then it'll drop 75 percent the next week yeah i don't even think people to make anybody get in the i'm and like i don't care if it's on netflix no you're right on amazon i skynet yeah skynet Ooh. <laughs> I don't care what it's in. I don't think anybody would care because it's just slow I, and it's not – there's no money in it. Like, it doesn't no. look good either. No, it even, doesn't. Even for 98, it didn't look good. No. The special effects of the castle mm-hmm. where um, Philippe was held originally out in the bay, mm-hmm. I looked at that and I thought, that's, like, poor. Because yeah. remember the, the, the clouds were moving across the Yeah, moon it was just a matte That painting. was just poor. Yeah. So, yeah, this movie would do horrible today. But if it was It would done be like right, Chairman of the Board successful. But moving into our next topic, if it was done right with the right cast yes. today, mm-hmm. it would do well. So you wanted to talk about your cast. Yes. Talk about them. All right. So I'm going to have Hugh Jackman as one of the movie jail. There's another one. That's That's got to be Porthos. Yeah, Porthos. Right there. We have Charisma, which I think this is missing because none of those four, other than... Or, 
anything really like that. Would you put Hugh Jackman as as um, D'Artagnan? No, he looks he, good. But I guess he should be older because he's supposed to have a person that's you know he he still looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he still looks good. Um, then I, probably the younger Hemsworth be the king. It's pretty buff. Big. No, you're right. He wasn't, was he? Yeah. You can use him. And he could do, like, the one thing is I just don't know if he could, I don't know. I don't know if he, because, like, DiCaprio was actually good at that, but if you know about him, he's was with That's that. That's true. So who are the other two I don't know. I was trying to think. Like John Malkovich today. John Malkovich, yeah, he's he's playing the same role. He could play the same role. Peter Skarsgård is I could. I would put Robert Downey Jr. as Athos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that role. I like that cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and a like, good cast. Yeah. I don't. Can you have? Can I have? Can I have your catering budget? I mean, for is this? that as a, a small tangent? It'd be up there. I think I read somewhere where the two Infinity Wars cost over a billion dollars. I could see that. Time. But yeah, so that that's who I would cast in it. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. But D'Artagnan better, and I don't know if it was Gabriel Byrne or might have just been the. In terms of the, in terms of the the Hermione who can't act very well, mm-hmm. um, but still looks kind of good. Mm-hmm. Megan Fox off the screen and make her do a French accent because I'm sure, pretty sure it'll be Pepe Le Pew. Yeah, yeah. No, just um, she's like, I am French. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I paid a buck and a half on Amazon, so yeah. I guess that's. I wouldn't recommend renting it. It's not yeah. a horrible movie. No, it's it's a very boring movie. It it's, wasn't bad enough to remember because I remember Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah, because it was so bad. I this last week or two weeks ago now. About worrying about this film. And thank God it was for... We're at 48 um, minutes right now, so I guess it did. Yeah. Thank God for Shard uh, Perdue and his broken penis. That took up the last 35 minutes of this yeah. podcast. Um, I don't know what to do. So it... <laughs> it gave us enough content, but... I don't know. I If you think... If you really listen to this episode as I, as I thought about it, we went on a few tangents where we yeah. haven't gone on tangents in other episodes before. Yeah. And the other thing is... Don't rent this movie. Rent Count of Monte Cristo. Go watch Count of Monte Cristo. It's a it's much, much, better. much, much better movie. But now it's a better book too. Yeah. Now I have something that you don't know about. Uh oh. But we're this? gonna do. All right. Oh boy. So we're going to start, uh, and we're going. I want you to rank. Oh no. The um, performances of DiCaprio, and we're not starting oh, okay. from really back. Okay. We're just starting back where we we're talking about where. He kind of got, you know... We got meat. Yeah, meat and big. So okay. the first two we're going to do, Catch Me If You Can and Gangs in New York. Which one is better? Yeah. Which one are you going to put number one so far? Of the two, of a personal preference, uh-huh. I like Catch Me If You Can a lot better. Okay. So I'll, I'll rank that more. So right now we got Catch Me If You Can and yeah. then Gangs in New York, sure. number two. Sure. Where we got The Aviator. It's the third one. The Aviator. I'd keep it in the third. All right. Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond fourth. Where he tried to do a South... South it didn't uh, work. It didn't work. All right, so now we're getting into some heavy hitters. The Departed. I'd where, put that up at the top. Num- so, that's number so, one now. So we got... Now we number one, two, and three are Catch Me If You... Uh, Departed. Departed, Catch, Catch Me If You can, can, Gangs of New York. Yep. All right, Revolutionary War Road. Mm. Yeah. I'd, I'd keep it out of the top three. Uh, Body of Lies. Out of the top three. Yeah, that that was, I think, his last kind of misstep. Yeah. Because next is Shutter Island. Would I'd that, put that at that... a tie with number one. I love Shutter okay. Island. So it's Departed and Shutter Island yeah. as one. All right. Yep. Now we're getting into some good ones. Inception. That we're... takes that takes over. Now All it's right. up at number so one. So now we got number. So See, now because now our number ones are going to start to fall. Yeah. So no, now your top three. We're just going. We're just going to keep top three. Okay. So it's Inception, Shutter Island. 
and Catch and, Me If You Can. Catch me. Well, and The Departed. No, The Departed. There. Yeah, okay. So. Shutter Island Departed, uh-huh. and then Catch Me If You Can. But okay. Catch Me If You Can is about to fall off the list. Yeah. Um, Jay Edgar, not falling off the nope, list yet. Nope, not falling off the list yet. Okay, that was his last bad one. But I saw that in the theater. It was that's just Clint Eastwood just didn't direct that well. I know. Well, that was I had a free movie pass, yeah. and I was in Southern Illinois. We had two free movie passes. We mm-hmm. didn't have an AMC up here. Yeah, so we we yeah. had an AMC down there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll watch it. Django Unchained. Yeah. That, oh, I, I'm, I'm moving that into number two. So that's two. That's number two. Okay. Yeah, that, that knocks that knocks Catch Me If You Can out. Okay. So because he was great in that movie. He was. He was really good. In he that. was. Uh, Great Gatsby. I like. It. I like the movie, but I don't know if it's one of his command performances. Yeah, so it's not. I, in I don't three. put it in the top three. Still better than the Robert Redford one, though. Still better than the Robert Redford one. I tell you know my students a lot, and like you're lucky because we had to watch the Robert Redford one. You at least get you get an at least Leo. One. All right, Wolf of Wall Street, number one. Number one. All right, so now what's our top three? Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Shutter right. Island, and The Departed. No, uh, Inception, number two. Yeah, Inception, and, and then, then Shutter, Shutter Island, Island Departed. The Departed is three. Yep. All right. The Revenant. This Does movie it, holds a special place in my heart. I love this movie. Is it because of the dollop, though? See, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. It could be a little bit biased, but I liked this movie before the dollop, too. Okay, so where, where, where would you put that one? So we got Ooh, Inception. Yeah. We Inception, got, we got The Revenant. Uh-huh. And we've got um, the Departed, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. So wow. which one See, is See, now you've got your tough ones. Um, yeah. I still think Wolf of Wall Street may have been one of his best performances. Yeah, I, I agree. So I'm still putting that at number one. It was such a tight wire. But I'll drop I'll drop the Revenant into number two. So it goes Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street, Revenant, and then Inception. Inception. All right. Yeah. That you know what? That's a damn good top three. I wouldn't complain about top three. Now talk about how many Oscars you won out of that. Yeah, one. One. How you many Oscars you deserved to win out of that? I, Probably I would, at least two. I would give him for Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. I think he should have won something for Django. I think he should have. Um, and the Revenant. I don't know if he deserved an Oscar for it, yeah. but the movie was Oscar worthy. Yeah, I, and like I, he's earned a few. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I think he's Wolf of Leo, Wall Street. Though. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Leo. Street was just that was excellent. just powerful. Yeah, so he just commanded that film. Yeah, I think my three would be Wolf of Wall Street, Inception, Departed, with Gangs in New York just. Just a little underneath that, because I I have a very soft spot for that movie. I think it's much better than people remember. We should do that one sometime Wolf soon. Wolf of Wall for, Street? Or no, Django? Um, no, um, Gangs of New York. Oh, Gangs of New York. Yeah, okay. We should do that for its 16th, 17th. Just some random day. Let's we'll celebrate the 17th anniversary of Gangs of New York. Yeah, why not? Because um, like, when was the last time you watched that? It's been a while. I'd like to see what you think of it now, because I think it's held up pretty well. It could have. I watched a uh, an original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon today. That, that did, did not yeah, hold that, up well. I gave that to my kids a few years ago. I'm like, hey, if you like the other one, watch this. So, I'm like, ooh, no. I have a friend of mine who her one of her favorite movies is the Ninja Turtles movie, the original. Yeah. Um, I would challenge her, and I might do this. I might talk to her one of these days and say, I challenge you to watch the old cartoon and see if it holds up to what you remember. Because I just saw it live today mm-hmm. on Facebook for streaming it. Yeah. No. no. I might have to watch the movie again, too. No, no, it is good. Secret of the Ooze was better. Secret of the Ooze. I love Secret of the Ooze because they're like, we don't want them to have uh, weapons anymore. Yeah, we're not going to do this violent. quite as violent. So they had like yo-yos and skateboards and everything. They fought in a shopping mall with pizzas and stuff. Yeah. That was kind of more like the turtles you saw on TV. Yeah. But the first one was more like the comic. Know what uh, cartoon I did like? Mm-hmm. There was like a special at the end of the turtles 
animated series from like the late 90s early 2000s and it's called turtles forever and like the turtles from that show met the turtles from like our childhood uh-huh. and they're like why are you just wandering the street don't do that they're like oh everybody knows us here it was interesting really how did we get onto turtles did we talk about i don't know dicaprio is he in the turtles <laughs> the man of the iron mask that's how we got on yeah. ninja turtles um that kind of wraps up our episode so don't rent that. Rent don't Secret rent of the Ooze. Rent Secret of the Ooze. Wait, no. Go we Ninja. About... Go Ninja. Go. Go Ninja. Go Ninja. Go. Um. Yeah, I think we actually wanted him to rent Monte Cristo. Yes. Not Monte... Secret of the Ooze. Yeah. And the Secret of the Ooze was the best of the three turtle movies, though. Yeah. So if you do want to rent one of the three turtle movies, mm-hmm. Secret of the Ooze. Yes. Um. Other than that, don't rent this movie. Rent Count of Monte Cristo. It's a lot. Crisco. Crisco, yeah. <laughs> the guy They're, who lathers him up yeah. with cooking oil. <laughs> Just throws him across. By the way, one other thing. Um, in case you noticed us rambling on and on today, we are both educators. Mm-hmm. I need spring goddamn break. <laughs> Four days. Four days to our spring break. And that's kind of why we're rambling on. I don't know if I have lesson plans yeah. for the week. Oh, I don't. I don't but, know. But speaking of like <laughs> uh, DiCaprio in The Revenant, where he is literally crawling yeah. hand, hand over hand to get to his that's goal. Us. That is us trying to get yeah. to my back Thursday like afternoon. Yeah. My back looks like his does. Torn up by bears. Uh-huh. And, and just tried to be and patched yours, back together. Yours is just fifth grade students. Mine is fifth grade students. <laughs> and they are destroying me yep. right now. But um, that's it. We will be yeah. back very shortly for you people because we're going to do another podcast right now. Yep, we'll be back shortly. But this is what the hell movie we do just do? Man in the Iron Man Mask. Man in the Iron Mask. We will talk to you in a few minutes with the next movie. Have a good night. Bye.